Let's Talk Therapy with Leanne Lynch and Megan Clinton. We are so happy to have you here with us. In our podcast, we talk about mothering and life and the healing gifts both bring. This podcast is about using the tools of therapy to lead an authentic life. that's me and and Leanne Lynch which is me (laughs) so Megan we are we have no idea today what we are going to talk about so we're going it's got it's pure organic real-time authentic presence how are you feeling (laughs) I love that I love that so much um as you know, I'm launching a program around presence. So I've really been sitting with it and I just finished one. And there's something that always deepens for me when I run a program. And, and when you said, let's do it more on just being with, because neither of us had a particular idea, there was a little bit in me that was like, ooh, yes, and also exciting. And it's so interesting because I think all of us And I know for me, when we are that invitation to be present with exactly what is there is both a relief and there's also, there's something else that comes up around the unknowing, what what is gonna come up? And especially around trauma, when we, we align in the world in a way to protect ourselves from the unknown. So we prepare and control and to keep ourselves safe, somehow being in the presence and having no idea what might emerge can lead to that, which I think I'm holding a little bit as we kind of step into this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know I completely resonate with what they're saying. And for me, it's fear. It is, um, you know, feeling safe in the world. Sometimes what I'm protecting myself from is just fear. It's that feeling of just fear. And and when I sit with the fear, I move to trust that actually this is just a sensation. It's just a feeling and it passes and it moves. So all I'm really doing is protecting myself from fear. Now, this is right now in the presence, because obviously there was a time when this, when I needed to protect myself from something a bit more dangerous. And also it's part of the paradigm, isn't it? That patriarch paradigm, you know, where it's, it's internalized that, it's fear-based. And so we all carry a portion of fear that's related to, um, to conforming or being, or just to survive in this paradigm also. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I sort of, what comes to mind when you say that is like, we're protecting ourselves from the past um, and it's already happened. And we have a fear of it being repeated in the present moment. And so we protect ourselves in certain ways um, by moving away from or pushing down or desensitizing as you're talking about or experiencing emotions such as fear and how, how those are not, they're live in the moment because they are coming from the past. And when they're live in the moment, they give us access to the past to to really be with them in 
a sense where we can feel them in our body and are able to work with them. Yes, which brings us back to that safety, the safety element and how key safety is as an ingredient for healing. That right now, it's just a feeling, it's a sensation. So I can feel it. Um, and that's the reason why I'm, I'm conscious of it or I have some awareness of it because a level, there's a part of me that feels safe to be able to access these feelings in this moment. But it also, it also, I suppose, illustrates that how painful being in the present moment can be. Because even right now, I can feel this fear. Um, and fear is really uncomfortable, but it's, it's funny because I'm smiling now and there's a bit of it, there's a level of excitement as well. Um, and the excitement is coming true too. So sometimes an overwhelm of excitement can be fear as well. There's such a, um, a close tie between that fear, close link between fear and excitement also. <laughs> yes, no, I love that. It is, they're, they're like two sides of a coin kind of thing. And they're just that little bit of differentiation between, between the two. And I love what you say about safety. It's, it's so core. And for me, one of the, the, the most crucial parts of therapy is to support and help somebody develop that internalized sense of safety by creating a safe enough container. Um, because when we develop that internal safety, it's then possible to be more present in the moment with whatever is coming up. Because it sounds so simple, you know, just be with what is. And yet it's one of the most complicated things and why so many people talk about presence. And I know a lot of people talk about it in the sense of, you know, being calm and Zen and whatever. And I love how we're talking about it. It's being with being with the discomfort, being with the fear, being with the anger or rage or wanting to run away or to suppress. It's not it's not being different from exactly where you are in the moment. Yeah, I love that because it's not always this peace and this calm. And you know, sometimes it is that anger, that present moment is anger. Sometimes it's rage, sometimes it's guilt, sometimes it's shame, sometimes it's boredom, sometimes it's, you know, something else. Sometimes it is calm, sometimes it is joy. And even there is a discomfort in joy and happiness too, because when we haven't been exposed or, you know, our body's not used to these sensations. So it's not just about the anger and, the um the fear it can also be that god this is what joy feels like this is what peace feels like you know how how much of it can i allow myself to feel before it gets too much before it becomes quite painful before i do need to actually disassociate because i actually can't handle the, these sensations in the body as well before it's it's becoming getting used to and opening yourself up to up to it as well yeah, I think that's crucial what you've said. It's so, it's not an either or, it's just, it's being with that amazing sweet. And it is, it's like that sense that being peaceful or being joyful should be easy kind of thing, or it should be enjoyable. And it cannot, you know, if that hasn't been our experience, as you say, it can be so uncomfortable. And that's when so many of those those old thoughts often of what's you know 
are we deserving enough and things can start to surface and then we move away from the joy or you know it's so uncomfortable to hold in our body or it reminds us of times when there was we longed for connection and we longed to be seen and we weren't and it reminds us of those painful moments so we quickly flip from a sense of joy into something else and for me being able to sit with somebody and watch that process unfold or to hold it is where the healing starts to take place because our body really takes us to exactly where we need to go in every moment of where we need to heal what needs to be heard what's coming up in that present moment yeah yeah it is amazing and it really is a body thing for me it is a body thing and it's it's just about becoming connecting with the body about how much I'm able to be in this present moment with whatever is coming up. But I, I love what you said there as well about that, you know, sometimes, you know, we, you know, it's like a sabotage and that sometimes we create something for ourselves to bring us back to where we're most comfortable because the thoughts, you know, there's thoughts and beliefs. Well, if I feel happy, you know, this is so prominent here in Ireland that if I'm happy, something bad will happen. So that, I won't be happy. So what's the point in actually being happy? It's like this fear of happiness or this fear of this, of joy in case suddenly it's taken away. So we protect ourselves from that really, really lovely states of being as well. Mm. It's fear. It's fear. And, you know, for me, um, you know, each level that I'm with myself, fear is always part of it. There's always fear there with, uh, so getting comfortable with the discomfort of fear has been um has been just so freeing and so liberating that knowing that i can survive fear that it's just fear that it's just a sensation because it's, it's for me it's in every layer it's every feeling there's always this fear that's there but you know what the fear is okay it's okay now i can survive it oh, that's beautiful it's yeah it sort of reminds me a little bit somebody was asking us to talk about what our perception around manifestation was and it sort of links in I think because I was saying in my mind every opportunity that we've always desired or longed for is available in the world outside and what happens is we protect ourselves from receiving it because it reminds us of times when we were previously hurt so when we heal we automatically become available to what was always there and and so manifest manifesting is rather being rather than doing. It's just a healing that happens and then we become available. And it's like when you were talking about kind of the history in Ireland, that sort of fear, you know, if you're joyful, it's going to be taken away from you. And that that is that there's everything available to us and we because of our experience and our lineage experience stop ourselves from actually receiving what we most long for because as you say there's fear or anxiety that sits between us actually receiving what we really want yes yes and you know um there's so many i think there's so many ideas about manifestations and and i can't i i can only talk about my experience as well and for me it's a soul thing it's a soul and it's a body thing and um we definitely um when, when we heal we open ourselves up for for that for something that we're ready for you know for me it's not um 
have to or should or you're doing something wrong it's it's what we're actually ready for what we're what we're um what our bodies is ready for as well what our soul is calling in that we're we're able to really be with and feel grateful for and be connected to that gratitude and um um and to really um appreciate not even appreciate in like you know in this oh, you have to appreciate it but to really allow and be open to really body sense that the good stuff we've got to be ready we've got to be able to to sit with with that and and step into that because otherwise you know the good stuff can be too overwhelming too and too scary as well so yeah for me there's always there's a timing <laughs> it's, it's a time and it's a body thing it's a it's a soul thing I love that and I so resonate it's just you know, when we heal, we become available, we kind of can hold, we can be with those experiences. And if they come in before we're ready, we move away from them in some kind of way, because mm. it's too scary, it hurts, or it reminds us of something. Yeah, or we don't trust it. We don't actually trust it. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's just, uh, it's, it's kind of as we heal, we kind of we open ourselves up incrementally more and more to what we are wanting and what we are desiring. Because as you so beautifully say, it become we can hold it in our body once we've healed. So it no longer touches on something from the past that was painful. It it can actually land in a different way because we have created a spaciousness in order to kind of receive it and hold it. Yes, yes, I love that. It is that space, isn't it? Um, you know, and I know in physics, this it says nature abhors uh, a void. Uh, but for me, it's when you're healing, you 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 fill that void naturally because when you let out the pain, you're you're um, you're already receiving some of that goodness. You're filling that void up with some really lovely stuff. You're filling it up if you're in therapy. You're going. You're receiving compassion. And your body is getting used to that sensation of feeling good. And that just escalates more and more. And for me, it's such a natural process. You know, it's, it happens naturally when I trust my body, when I trust my time and um, that this is that I don't have to that forcing and pushing um, is also is against my body It's actually against my body. It just I just start feeling bad or maybe I compare or judge or criticize and then I've moved kind of. And back into this place of pain naturally by something that I'm deeming is really positive but actually I've uh, what I've done is um the my inability to be present with the beautiful thing I've gone back into kind of old painful patterns because there's a familiarity in that there's also a safety and then the presence am I making sense because I can see this in my head but it feels a bit like um a bit fluffy <laughs> Mm -hmm. I love sometimes how we kind of pull tendrils of information together and I really trust that they form a coherence as we as we speak and I also really trust that you know when we talk it's for you know we talk for us and and for those listening and for you know transformation and stuff we hold all of that that I really trust as you speak however it comes out um that it's meant in some kind of way. And for me, 
that is that is the complexity that the way you talk about it, it it is the complexity of what happens when we are present when when we are with what is it is there so much happens because we move in so many ways we have so many protection processes which are thoughts and feelings and ways of being you know I know sometimes when I sit with somebody they might use a wall of words and just talk and talk which could be talking about something but they're actually using a contact style that actually protects themselves from being present with what is there's just so much, you know, you kind of just touch on that complexity. And I think that's when you say, is it getting fluffy? And I think what you're touching on for me is the level of complexity that when you sit with another person in presence, what is actually happening for us um, can be so incredibly complicated. Yes, yes, it can. And thank you so much. I really appreciate that because I do have some fear coming up around around this. Um, because again, it's in the moment stuff. So it's mixed with fear and um, mixed with, with a message. And I, I think my message is not clear just yet. Um, so yeah, so I'm just gonna, I feel this fear coming. And I suppose what I really wanted to say is that even opening stuff up to, you know, we call it manifestation and we call it, you know, this is our desires. But even opening up, we can, we can still use this as opportunities. Now, it's still not clear what I really want to say. Really trust your body and yes, and maybe, yeah, we give your fear a little bit of space. Yes, yes, it is this fear, it's fear. And it's blank, actually, I feel blank now. Mm. I feel blank because, um, because I want to say something, but I'm scared of the shoulds and the shuttons. And I'm also, um, because I value compassion, I want my message to come across in a compassionate way. And I think I'm struggling to, to find those words. And I suppose it's a bit similar to, you know, I suppose what I really want to say is that, you know, it's a bit like spiritual bypass. And, you know, when we talk about manifestation, there's a kind of, um, you know, there's a, a, um, that element that um, this is how you do it. And for me, there's also shoulds or there's, you know, if you're not doing it, then there's something wrong. Or if it's not working, then you're doing something wrong or this is the way you should. And I suppose this is what happens to me. It's not that um, it, this is it's that anyone has stained this to me. This is what happens in my head. Oh, I must be doing something wrong because I can't manifest or um, it must be me because it's not working for me. And so something beautiful around um, around just being in the moment is suddenly transformed into actually making myself feel bad. That passion of judgments or criticism or even in a form which is supposed which I in my head is perceived as you know as positive and um, how that actually how I do that to myself I think how I you know can use anything anything at all um in any situation how how I can actually move to a place of judgment and criticism based on what I perceive in that moment. Does that make sense? Mm, no, it does. <laughs> it's almost like 
It's so beautiful how you kind of, you give people an opportunity to actually see what it looks like to actually be present. Um, I think it's such a gift. And for me as well to witness. And it's like, for me, it kind of, it's almost like that harshness is, it's almost like we were responded to with harshness. So then in the present moment, if we start to respond to ourselves with harshness, that it's our fault, we get to protect ourselves from other people potentially doing it. Because it's almost, we've already kind of almost got the boot in first. And then it's like, yeah, yeah I knew that. I knew you would say that, you know, I kind of, I know it myself already. And then what for me is that, that bit that then is that we kind of respond to ourselves harshly and the outside world may not actually respond to ourselves harshly. So we are doing what we imagine the outside world is going to do. And it's because the outside world did it when we were younger. Oh, so we kind of internalize those, those harsh inner voices, that inner critic that, you know, I'm doing something wrong when I manifest, you know, I must be wrong. And, and I love what you said, because that is so much my sense of manifestation. It's kind of, it's like, this is how it's done, often how it's explained. And if it's not working, then it's your fault kind of thing. And I think it, the complexity, as you say, gets lost in there around, it's actually around the healing and becoming available to receive what's out there. And as you said in the beginning, you know, when we're not available, even when it comes, we can't hold it in our bodies. It's actually discomfort. It's just trying to put two words together, uncomfortable. There's a level of discomfort there and we kind of push it away. So it's not about us being wrong or doing something wrong. It's just about that we're not yet ready. We still need to heal some of that pain that's still sitting there from our past. And it might be ours or it might be somewhere further up the lineage or it could be both. There's always, there's always so much complexity around healing. And I think sometimes when people talk about manifestation, that complexity gets lost in that process. Yes, thank you so much, Megan. I, I still feel blank around that, actually. I still feel blank in this moment. I feel this blankness. And in the blankness, I feel this fear because it's blank. Um, and how, how scary this blankness is and, and my need to that I should talk or I should say something, the shoulds. And then the blankness is met with another level of fear because the fear that comes up around the blankness is met with my body protects me from the fear of actually saying something from a, um, a force or a push. Mm -hmm. And so that it's compounded. So now I'm in this state of frozen. <laughs> and I'm sending so much love kind of thing. It's just that frozen is such an uncomfortable place. And that, that having to coerce um, I think so often leads to that frozen place kind of where you just and then there's kind of a complete shutting down from which there is no opportunity to move out unless until you're talking about that internalized safety somehow comes back into the system and it's so interesting because with this podcast the two of us were talking about it and we were both blank in terms of what to talk about um, 
and for quite some time and it's so it's so beautiful that that blankness almost comes into this as well because it was quite uncomfortable to kind of and we were both kind of going through a process I know in myself I was kind of coercing myself to come in and to show up and had a whole lot of fears that you know if I didn't show up I'd be left and it touched on a whole lot of things so it was there was something quite amazing that even happened before we even started talking about being being willing and, and not coercing and trusting that blankness just as it kind of unfolded Yes, I know. It's, it's, it's interesting to be with this blankness because in this blankness, you know, um, there's, there's this unknown. There's an unknown. And sometimes with this unknown becomes um, fear. So that's where some of the fear is coming from as well. But when I connect in with my body, and this is what I do, this is one of my processes, that I just connect in with my body. And I just be with it. So then one level of the fear kind of dissipates because I'm not coerced and, and I'm not pushing myself. I'm just being, being with the fear and being with the blankness. And no matter how long the blankness there, because there's the blankness again, and it's there with me for, it's been with me for the last week. But first of all, you know, there's in the blankness, there's kind of this space, there's this emptiness, and that can bring up so much fear. You know, sometimes I run away from this emptiness, from this empty space. But now I know it's just fear. And behind this, behind this um, fear is actually excitement. Again, I have this excitement around this blankness because now it has transformed. Because sometimes it's just our perception or our belief about something, you know, or a word, you know the emptiness what does you know what to what does emptiness mean for you what does the what feeling does emptiness bring up for you um and that could be different for for everybody so so underneath the fear because some of the emptiness is actually i know that it's not mine i know that it's actually it, it, this can be ancestral you know codependency is kind of has been very strong in my my maternal family line um, and so um, and so emptiness is, is there because when I focus on another person or when I get caught up in another person's drama, um, I run away from this emptiness. So the emptiness is deemed as bad. But for me, the emptiness is not because that's just actually a belief. Because when I'm with my emptiness, I feel excited. It feels like a, a blank slate. It feels like there's just me. And just me has been scary, again, because of codependency, because I've always been attached to another person. Um, so now in this empty space where there's just me and past, and here's where the levels and layers come in, because sometimes we need to be with the anger and the fear in order to access what's underneath that, what those feelings are actually hiding from. Um, and again, I just feel this excitement because the blankness or the empty space now can transform into anything I want. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> and then maybe I wonder if that links then to what I, to what I'm perceiving around ma manifestation. Then you know because there's there must be a link there where, um, where I'm actually trying to manifest from now again the word manifest I'm not sure how I feel about it because it really is a body thing it's not something that 
um, that I can just create because I can't create it from a place of shoulds. I can't create it from a place of push or force. This is just, it's a body thing. It's a body thing for when I'm ready. It's a soul. It, it, it feels like it's, it, um, it's about time. And, uh, but it's also, it's not just anything. It's what feels good in my body. What, what my soul is calling in, which is different to what I think I want. It's, you know, and we're moving from the head down to the body. And now that feels really good. I feel like that jigsaw has slotted into the puzzle. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's like listening partnership, isn't it? <laughs> yes, well, that's so much has been part of our journey together as well, hasn't it, beautiful? Yes, it has. It has indeed. Yes, I love that. I love that kind of witnessing the actual process of what you're talking about as you kind of go... It's that, yeah, the fear of, you know, when we're present, all of that comes up. And then when we get to heal it, there's a, there's a spaciousness that comes in, which that spaciousness can then be filled with something new. And sometimes we, as you say, we have no idea what it can be filled with because we've never had that body sense. We've never... And I can remember when somebody first talked to me about manifestation, I had no idea what they were talking about. And I just did this list of things that I could practically do myself. And then I said, after a year, look, it looks like the picture I drew, but I had like through sweat and toil kind of done it as opposed to creating a sense of spaciousness like you talked about that allows something in. And it was because I hadn't, couldn't conceive of what's beyond my own experience and sometimes when all we're doing is creating that spaciousness something more powerful more magnificent than when we could ever have imagined comes in when we become when we heal when we create space when we can actually be in the moment oh i love that megan because exactly is because you don't know you know I don't know sometimes I have an idea but sometimes it just blows my mind what actually comes in and it's usually what I'm ready for and it usually feels right it's something it really feels really good but it, it is like you said you know sometimes you just don't know what's coming in this space because it's not from my head it's from my heart mm. Wow, well, I feel just great after that. Now you've just had me resolve something I've been working through for the last week and a half. And <laughs> we've just done it in half an hour. <laughs> oh, so beneficial having a therapist as a listening partner. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been such an enjoyable podcast. And I think there is, there's just something so incredibly powerful by being with exactly what is and it leads to this opportunity of being able to be all of us to be all our incredible potential because I think everybody is just has such incredible capacity within themselves and when we with what is we kind of heal and create as you say that beautiful spaciousness to allow to unfold yes yes i love it i love that and i really enjoyed this as well being in the moment and being present with what is and 
and how beautifully we've we've created something ourselves right here right now thank you so much thank you beautiful bye bye <laughs>